0: Uh, Today, we are going to uh, study uh, a parable of Jesus, and it's taken from Luke chapter 17, verses 7 to 10. Luke chapter 17, verses 7 to 10. And if you note here, there are just uh, three verses in this particular parable. But it has such a wealth of a meaning in it, and you must understand one thing: a parable is not just a story, a random story, or something that has no uh, meaning. You know, in fact, uh, a parable, as it's mentioned in the Gospels, it it is actually hidden insights into the kingdom of God. If you uh, note about the parable of the wedding banquet, or the parable of the talents, or the parable of the uh, uh, bridesmaids, or the virgins. You know, Jesus starts off like this. The kingdom of God was like this or is like this. So he's actually likening the kingdom of God to this particular story of, uh, of this parable. So, uh, in this also, um, the uh, so when you look at a parable, you must understand that parables are nothing but hidden secrets into the kingdom of God. How the kingdom of God is like, how the kingdom of God operates, how it, how we can understand more about how the kingdom of God works. So, uh, you know, uh, we would be wise if we take the these stories very seriously and uh, apply them into our lives. So uh, here, uh, as I said, the parable reads this way. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now, sit and eat? Now, this is just the seventh verse, but the seventh verse has so much of explanation in it, which I will try to explain. I do not know if I can do justice to it because it's just too profound. So uh, kindly bear with me and uh, let's see if we can make the meaning clear. So, you know, here it's such a powerful parable, a parable taught directly by Jesus. Uh, and here it says, suppose one of you has a servant. Now here <coughs> it's talking about Jesus have or God having a servant and the servant are nothing uh, but believers. Uh, they signify believers, you know, and he says, suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after sheep. Those few words plowing or looking after sheep now uh, you know um, the, the, uh, the field is the earth in fact uh, there's a proof of it in uh, Matthew chapter 9 verse 36 to 38 he says then he said to the disciples uh, the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few ask the lord of the harvest therefore to send out workers into his harvest field harvest field is nothing but the earth and the souls uh, or the people are you know um, the, the the lost sheep uh, that uh, are wandering around in the world uh, you know and uh, it says here uh, you know uh, uh, plowing and looking after sheep so this is the twofold ministry that god has entrusted to every believer it's not just to a missionary or to a preacher or a pastor but to every believer and what is this two-fold ministry one is plowing and one is looking after sheep now let's focus on plowing plowing uh, you know, uh, is hard work. It's not an easy task. It requires a lot of effort on the uh, the side of the farmer. And, uh, you know, um, it's, and the reason for the ploughing is so that the ground is broken, so that the seed can be sown and the seed can be planted in good soil. You know, if you just plant it on the top or on hard soil, it, it's difficult for the seed to grow. So, ploughing and planting seed is the first ministry that God wants wants in the life of every believer, that is preaching the word of God, spreading the gospel, planting the word of God into people. And so, you know, the first part of the ministry, uh, as mentioned in the seventh verse of Luke chapter 17, the parable that Jesus spoke about, it says a servant plowing or looking after sheep. The second ministry, the second part of the ministry is looking after the sheep taking care of God's people, their needs, the suffering, the poor, the needy, you know, and and, um, you know, um, uh, uh, taking care of their needs as Jesus uh, segregated the sheep and the goats. He said those who did all this, took care of their, uh, gave food to the hungry, clothed the naked, visited those in prison, uh, took care of the sick, those are the people, uh, he says, come to my right. They are the sheep or the righteous. (coughs) <coughs> so you know um uh, so the first verse itself the seventh verse it says suppose one of you has a servant uh, that is a believer plowing or looking after sheep so a servant who's doing all these these things uh, that is uh, you know preaching the word of god and looking after sheep means taking care of god the people uh, and their needs okay and uh, will he then say to the servant when he comes in from the field come along now sit and eat Okay, he's he's saying that these two of plowing and looking after the sheep uh, is not just the only work that you have to do. 8th uh, verse says, won't he rather say, prepare my supper, get yourself ready and wait on me while I eat and drink, after that you may eat and drink. So uh, Luke chapter 17 verse 8 says, get ready. Uh, he says, won't he rather say prepare my supper get yourself ready Uh, get yourself ready means cleanse yourself Uh, you know remove the the stain from your life the sins uh, the the unholiness and wait on me as in serve god serving in his tabernacle as the people in the old testament times did uh, you know meaning do his bidding bring lost souls to christ there are so many things uh, you can do to serve god uh, and you know so uh, he says wait on me and then after you have done that you can go and eat and drink so he's saying first take care of me serve me uh, matthew 6:33. seek ye first the kingdom of god and all that you need will be added on you. So he's saying, first you focus on me and my kingdom then take care of yourself then take care of yourself as it says in Luke chapter 17 verse 8b you know, and uh, the ninth verse, it says, will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? You know, uh, we serve a God who does not forget even a cup of cold water that has been given to his uh, servant, uh, you know, we but we don't do it for the rewards, uh, only out of a sense of duty and love. Uh, you know, we need to have that attitude. Uh, as the in this parable, it's given very clearly. Uh, you know, it says in verse 10, so also you as in we when we have done everything we were told to do again the focus on doing we have done everything that the master had told to do should only say we are unworthy servants we have only done our duty you know we must not boast about our deeds that's what he's trying to say see all our deeds the minute we start boasting about them in God's eyes it becomes filthy rags uh, you know, it's the filthy rag righteousness which the Pharisees had that God detested. So, but at the same time, when your right hand does not know what your right left hand is doing, and when your giving is in secret that becomes very valuable in the eyes of the Lord as in the case of Cornelius he says uh, an angel appeared to him and says your prayers and your gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering to God see it's the same the deeds the deeds were the same Just assume the Pharisees also did the deeds, the the tax collector also did his deeds. The only difference between the two was one boasted about it and one didn't. Uh, You know, it's not like the tax collector didn't have any deeds to show. He had, he didn't boast about it, but the Pharisees, they had it, but they boasted about it. When you boast about your deeds before God, it becomes filthy rags uh, righteousness. But when a person does not boast about it, does not brag about it, does not uh, announce it with trumpets, you know, such giving comes up as a memorial offering before God. And such a powerful message from these three verses uh, that uh, the Lord showed me. It was so profound, uh, you know. So we serve a God who does not forget a single deed that we do, uh, but You must understand that comes up as a memorial offering only when you keep it in secret, or you know, when you do not boast about it, when you do not tell people and tell God, God, I did this, or you know, friend, I did this, I did that. No, let it be in secret. Uh, Do not boast about it, do not brag about it. We must rather have the attitude after we have done everything, we must still say we are unworthy servants, we have only done our duty because you know a person who has that unworthiness the feeling of unworthiness in before this great God uh, such a person will abound more and more you feel like no matter how much I did it's not enough I need to do more for my God because he has done so much for me you know that is the attitude that, that we need to have I like the story that matches with this you know uh, uh, two people came to the temple to pray one was a Pharisee and one was a tax collector the tax collectors attitude He was saying, you know, it says he refused to even look up to heaven, stood at a distance and he he was saying, Lord, have mercy on me. I'm so unworthy, you know. You need to come and Jesus says the first, the second man, the tax collector was justified before God. Uh, 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 God enjoyed this man's prayers and this man's deeds. A deed, a kind of deeds that are never being boasted about, that are done in silence, that nobody knows, you know. So, um, uh, what kind of category do you come under? And are you uh, a person who's doing the twofold ministry that Jesus wants, which is plowing and looking after sheep? And after that, it's not all. You have to get ready and wait on the master and serve him, Uh, you know, serve God, uh, and then take care of your other needs. Uh, So uh, uh, let's hope that this has been a blessing to you. And uh, let us be people who are not just merely hearers, but doers of the word as well. Thank you.